0: kind of hung over i'm not gonna lie about it you
1: are oh oscar parties yeah how were those well, you Do just... you remember any of it
0: yes dude i was hobnobbing with some famous motherfuckers last night <laughs> you know did you
1: see my sister were you at the vanity fair party
0: i was but i didn't see her there oh that's too bad i would have loved to love to say
1: hi miles yeah she looked phenomenal
0: she always looks great, though. She knows, you, know, she what's she ha- you know what's happening with your sister, by the way? She's m- morphing into your mom.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: Like those wedding photos, I was like, that looks like Tish. Yeah. Which. I know, it's crazy. Y- y- you know, you could, ha- you could have worse people to morph into than Tish the Dish.
1: Oh, yeah. Tish the Dish.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: I forgot about that.
0: What, my nickname for her? Uh-huh. My pet name for your young?
1: Yeah, it's good. Because we're going to,
0: yeah, we're going to, you know, if Sarah and I don't work out, you know, and Billy Ray, I oh, don't know. Yep. Mm-hmm, yep. If that all goes, shh, I'm her side piece. <laughs> and then one day I'll be, I'll be your dad. And no, it'll, yeah, never. Yeah, no, and it'll no, be weird no, no, at, no. <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving and stuff, but we, you know, we'll work through it together. We'll do some therapy <laughs> and eventually oh. you'll learn to love me as Papa.
1: No, that's never gonna happen. What would my? Let's just, let's just pray you and Sarah get married, like soon, so this just can't ever be an option ever again.
0: What would you? Would I be Papa? Would I be? No. Would I? Would I be Uncle? Uncle no. Uncle Wells. <laughs> no. 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 We got a lot to unpack, my friend. So, well,
1: can we first? Can we, Can I first just say that I yeah. listened to the episode that Sarah co hosted, and she did a really great job.
0: Yeah, right. But I felt bad because. It was just inside jokes and, like, isn't, do you ever feel weird when you come around someone, you come around, like, two friends and they have all the inside jokes and you're like, Ugh. I felt like that was a little bit like that where I felt bad for all the YFTers out there being like, I don't get this joke, you know?
1: Maybe, but I did think you guys were funny. Every yeah. time you guys did the prisms thing, I just, like, lost it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 prisms. Uh. Uh let's start the show because I gotta talk to you, girl.
1: Okay, okay. You
0: you you go because you've been gone, all right? Okay. All right.
1: Frozen hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast
0: with Wells and Brande! Woo-hoo! She's back, folks.
1: Are you drinking coffee?
0: I got some coffee. I got a so got Don't a soda stream over here.
1: You're not a big coffee guy.
0: I, I we've talked about this so many times. I drink coffee <laughs> every single morning. I just don't go. To I just star- never
1: see you drink coffee.
0: Yeah, I just don't go to Starbucks. No, I get it. You know, but I have yeah. I have my coffee every morning with some stevia or stevia you, or whatever. Have you
1: tried generous coffee?
0: Don't try to sell me on Ben's coffee. Okay, I
1: was asking if you've tried it.
0: <laughs> you know what? You know, so he's he's sent me a bunch. Obviously,
1: okay, cool.
0: But I was like, bro, I need you to get it in the pod. All right, I need a pod. I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Who has who has an old? Coffee maker these days.
1: I do, but that's okay. Do you really? I I think it tastes better. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it it obviously it's like better for the environment and everything. But I'm a fucking wasteful millennial, Brandi, right. and yeah, I need I it, it. I need that generous in a pod. All right. So I don't know what other little town in Honduras can start making the pods, but oh, let's no. get it going, guys. Oh.
1: I have a feeling that we we would you know you'd still the coffee would nothing would change with how they get the coffee, but then they'd have to bring it here and somehow learn figure out how to package it in pods.
0: I feel like podding it over there is cheaper than podding it over here.
1: But I th- I don't think they I think they do all of the packaging and stuff in Indiana. Oh really? I think so.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I believe so.
1: I but mean, anyway, and, and Ben I... Higgins with the uh, with the girlfriend announcement. I
0: know, man. You know where she went to school? No. Old nice. Miss hotty toddy.
1: So that means you're a fan?
0: Big fan. Have uh, met her yet? Uh no. No. Oh. But um she looks she looks beautiful.
1: Yeah. I think she sounds great. I haven't met her yet either, but the way Ben talks about her, I just she seems really great.
0: Yeah, as long as he's happy, that's all that really matters. I mean mm-hmm. and I'm mean, there's a part of me that's sad that like I won't see him in Mexico this year, but
1: Oh, true.
0: Maybe I does will. That,
1: wait, does that mean you're for sure going?
0: Not for sure going, but who knows? You know, yeah, really. there's a good chance I'll be there. I'll say that. Yeah. Anyways, um, I know what you're doing right now, Brandy. What's that? You're trying to distract me from what I want to talk about. <laughs>
1: Because I hate talking about myself.
0: Brandy has been gallivanting around <laughs> South Africa with some mystery, man, for the past, for the better part of two weeks now. <laughs> this
1: is so dramatic.
0: <laughs> she goes to a different continent. Yeah. To get some D.
1: Yeah.
0: I talked to her maybe three times while she's gone.
1: I think I talk to you the most of anyone.
0: I texted you to make sure you were alive, that you weren't murdered.
1: Appreciate that.
0: Yep. That it was mm. he wasn't either a serial killer or you weren't killed by a lion.
1: Right. Um, totally valid, both valid, you know, you concerns. Know,
0: yeah, it's a scary place over there. <laughs> and uh and you you were having a good time. Also, throwing a lot of hints out there on the gram. Gotta say it. Me? Yeah, you. About what? About, like, what you were doing. You were with a boy, and, like, if only you could yeah. see how pretty the, the man is that's taking the picture. I remember that that photo.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, people, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't want to go over there, obviously, and not post. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's you're in South Africa. You can't go there and not post. Um, but literally, I didn't do anything except hang out with him. So I kind of had to figure out a way to post. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, obviously, like, he really is somebody that values his privacy. He doesn't have social media.
0: Well, that's a man. that's a red flag right there for you. Red flag, yeah,
1: because you're in the public eye. Yeah, but I, it's great to view somebody that doesn't care about that stuff and doesn't have Instagram and he like, doesn't have awesome. Instagram
0: at all. Well, he should he's a all. very handsome man. Let's just get into it right now.
1: No, don't encourage him to have Instagram. I told him I'm so happy he doesn't have Instagram. So happy.
0: Does he listen to this pod? I don't think so. Okay, he knows
1: about it, obviously, but I don't think he has time to listen to a podcast.
0: What is he doing with his life that's so busy that he can't listen okay. to one of the best podcasts? <laughs> By the way, please uh, oh. five-star this thing. And, hey, uh, I left
1: a review, but I don't know if it posted. I tried like three times and I couldn't find my own review.
0: Oh, really? What the fuck, iTunes?
1: Can like it, when you post a review, does it pop up at the top of the list so you see it? Do you remember? Yeah, like
0: I remember Sarah wrote one and I couldn't find it. But oh. the one that I put is up there. So I don't know. Just keep trying. You know, just keep on hitting that five star <laughs> and just keep, keep, hitting it. Just keep on uh-huh. hitting that shit. Just like Brandy okay. was hitting that dude uh the okay. past couple. Okay. Um so, Okay,
1: let me explain to you his job so you understand yes, okay. like why I so obviously like I've said I've I've been, you know been up front that he's like a safari guide, like a field guide and that's how I met him. So basically like he only gets a week off a month, and he goes home to where his parents live. in, um, again, no closer to Cape Town, but like all the other three weeks, he like lives on site at this safari place, and wakes up at literally 4:45 in the morning to go on like an early morning drive, and then works all day. And most days, he's not back at his hat like his like house on like on the property until like nine o'clock at night. And, like, he kills me because he gets, like, a two-hour break in the middle of the day where, like, I would nap if I wasn't getting much sleep. He goes to work, freaking work out. Like, he literally is—he works so hard, and his hours are insane, and he barely gets any sleep. So I would like to think he doesn't have time to listen to the podcast.
0: Well, I mean, we could use an extra couple of listeners, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I guess I want him not to listen to this so we can just really talk candidly so you don't feel that you have to hold back. Oh. You know? <laughs> I want you to really let it go.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Okay, so he's a safari guy. You sent you sent Sarah and I a picture, and I did. Listen, I'm I'm just glad that you've locked him down because Sarah found him extremely attractive, which made me feel (laughs) a little insecure, but fine
1: job. Sarah adores you. Okay, but I when I was listening to the pod, I it's funny because she is the one that kind of noticed that he, she said that he kind of looks like Mikael Huseman, that guy from Game of Thrones yep. that I'm obsessed with. And I never thought that before, but she's not wrong. He kind of does look like that. He's just not like, Mikael is Norwegian, so he's really pale. And obviously, like, I don't want to say his name, is not.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at uh, Mikael Huseman right now. God, he looks ex- almost ex- even like with the facial hair.
1: Yeah, which is funny because when I met him, he had just like a little bit of scruff. And mm-hmm. then when I got there last week, he had like full beard. that was nuts.
0: Okay, so you you take a leap of faith, you know? And I was really proud yeah. of kid. you, kid. Cr- mm-hmm. You traveled across an ocean to get some D. You get over there.
1: Oh, oh, not only did I travel across a freaking ocean yeah. in coach for 16 hours. It was brutal wells.
0: Why didn't you upgrade, bruh?
1: I couldn't. So I flew standby to get there because, you know, Olivia has the buddy passes or whatnot. Uh, so it was like either uh, here are here were, here were my options. Here were my options. Mm-hmm. $1,200 to fly in coach, mm-hmm. $4,500 to fly in business class or $300 to fly standby with, you know, with Olivia's buddy pass. So I chose to fly standby to get there. How much? And how much for business? Business class one way was 4500.
0: Oh man, that's a 10k, that's a 10k round yes. trip basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And oh um, that's ridiculous. That's a, I could buy a horse for that. Like are you kidding me? So so I flew standby and I picked like we flew I flew on a Tuesday cuz that's like the calmest day to fly or whatever and um I got on and oh god, let me I got to tell you this freaking story. Okay. So I get on the plane first, you know, when you fly standby, you don't even know if you're going to get on or not. And so the the flight looked pretty wide open all day. I had a good feeling about it and got to the point where the gate agent was like, I think you're going to have your own row. And I was like, Oh, praise God. Maybe I'll sleep a little bit if I have my own row. So I get on the plane, have my own row and I'm so happy. And I'm cool. sitting like in the aisle seat. Cause that's like where I was assigned or whatever. But I've got this whole row and, then, and you're, like, you're right- making a
0: barrier too.
1: Well, yes, kind of, but okay. But so like, you know, they're still loading people on the plane and I'm still like, well, maybe somebody else sit there whatever. So then we start like taxiing and this freaking woman in the row. So I was on the row all the way to the right. So I had like the window, uh, you know, and then there's a row in the middle and then there's a row on the other side. So the row in the middle next to me was full. It was like three people crammed into their row and the girl and the woman on the aisle like pokes me and is like, do you speak English? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, do you mind if I sit in your window seat? Yeah. And I was so pissed.
0: Because yeah. how am I going to say no? Yeah, you. She's can't.
1: crammed in a row of three people, and I have a row all to myself. Like I couldn't say no. Yeah, and and, and so, if
0: you were in that position, you'd have done the exact. Same I know, thing. and
1: I said that. I said I, if it were me, I would have wanted somebody to let me sit in the row. Yeah, but I was so upset because there were so many other people with rows to themselves, and like I feel like I like why me? Why would she pick me? Why couldn't she pass somebody else? So it gets worse. So then I'm like, then in my head I'm like, God, do I want the aisle seat where I can get up as much as I want, or do I want the window seat and try to sleep? But I was like, I really don't think I'm going to be able to sleep at all. So maybe the aisle seat the better way to go. So I told her she could have the window seat. Okay. Then, like an hour into the flight, I tried to recline my seat. My freaking seat doesn't recline because it's broken. So not only am I did oh. I give up my row, but now I'm in a seat that doesn't lay back at all and I'm sitting straight up. So, then I started to panic and I asked the flight attendant if I can move up. There were uh, two rows in front of me. There was a guy who had a row all to himself and I was like, shit, I feel so bad because I'm about to do this guy what this girl did to me, but I can't sit straight up for 16 hours. Like I would die hmm. So then I moved up to this other row and this poor dude, he looked so bummed, I can tell. Um, but he ended up being really nice. He was from South Africa and he looked around my age and we talked and we had a great time or whatever. Felt so bad, though. So then I feel bad complaining about the coach situation because this dude's like six, four and sitting in coach and trying to sleep. And he looks so uncomfortable. And I was like, I just like can't feel like I can't complain right now. Yeah. But it was miserable.
0: Did you get drunk?
1: No, I probably should have in hindsight. Dude,
0: that's the only way I can deal with long flights is just getting wasted.
1: But then you fall asleep or? Yeah,
0: because it helps me fall asleep.
1: Mm.
0: I don't really sleep well on flights. Like, I just, I don't know what what, what it is. I think I just have terrible posture. So I always just Mm -hmm. get like, it's always like two mimosas at the airport bar. And then (laughs) like, by the way, I love, you know what? I'm giving it a ding. I love a mimosa. And you know what? I don't appreciate, okay. I don't appreciate the judging looks Ooh. of a man ordering a mimosa, all right? Why I is drink it
1: mimosas all the time, I think.
0: But I feel like it's a very, it's a feminine drink. It's I'm a it's an effeminate order if I order a mimosa. You know what? It's delicious. It's refreshing, <laughs> all right? It's a perfect yeah. early morning drink. Hmm. Stop getting like we went. I went and played golf with my brother the other day, and they were all getting bloody marys, and I was like, yeah. I, I was like, I want a mimosa. and they were like, oh, you know, like making fun of me, and I was like, sorry, I don't want tomato soup.
1: Ew, yeah, for a drink right
0: it. now. Anyways, I love a and I'm gonna, I want to, I want to make this a manly. You know what the problem is? It's the champagne flute. So I always, yeah, I always say, hey, could you put it in a rocks glass? Then it's have you ever look, heard,
1: like have you ever had like a they call it like a beer mosa where it's like orange juice and beer or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is but, that gross? No, I think it's good.
1: Or a man mosa, I think they call it sometimes. Oh, that's what they know. call it. Sometimes they do, yeah.
0: Anyways, I just want to I just want to lead the charge on men feeling comfortable drinking okay. mimosas. All right,
1: I'm here for that.
0: All right, so you're on a <laughs> you're on a 14 hour flight sitting coach. 16 16 hour flight sitting. The things that people will do. For some good old-fashioned deep Dean. You were on a 16-hour flight.
1: It was brutal. I didn't sleep at all. Not the whole time.
0: Really? Did you have movies or anything?
1: Yeah, I watched a couple movies. Read two books. Oh, my God. Sat there in misery. (laughs) Watched an episode of The Bachelor on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. So you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back.
0: That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's B O L L A N D B R A N C H B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING.
1: So it was miserable.
0: Were you flying to the Eastern Cape? Yeah. You fly to the Eastern Cape. Michelle, what's his name? Michelle Huseman? Mikiel. Mikiel? Mikiel, did he pick you up from the airport?
1: He did. I like that we're calling him that, actually.
0: Yeah, that's his new name. Mikiel (laughs) Um, Huseman. He
1: did. He picked me up from the airport, and, like, I mean, I felt like... Most of my anxi- anxiety was coming from, like, that moment, right? Of, like, I haven't seen him for three months. Last time I saw him, like, the situation was very different. And, like, I, you know, you can't help but think, like, what if it's awkward? You yeah, know but, what I mean?
0: Yeah, but you've been FaceTiming this entire I time, know. right?
1: It wasn't awkward at all. It was never awkward. It was great. Um, he picked me up. We got in his car. And then so we were doing this, like, road trip, basically. So we drove four hours-ish to a little town called Wilderness, which is in the middle of of the Eastern Cape and like, like closer to Cape town where we were, where we were going. And so the plan was to stop in wilderness for two nights. And it is like the most beautiful place I've ever seen. Like just insane.
0: So Did you guys camp there or what? We had a hotel. Okay. So you, you stop and you make love in the wilderness.
1: Yeah, actually, yeah, and <laughs> it was Valentine's Day, which was cool. Oh. I I didn't really like. I hate Valentine's Day, and I didn't really even expect to, like him to even like say anything about it. But he was sweet and like brought me chocolate, and was like, "Oh, like we just spent Valentine's Day together, cute."
0: Brandy, you need to open up to being romantic. I can't. This is this is an issue with you. You I know. So, but you have to at least at least have the door open for romance.
1: I did. Did you? Did you? I didn't even show you. Let me send you this picture, actually. Okay. Right now. Okay. So it was peak season, and and well, you know, it's summer there, so this is their like peak season, and I waited to the last minute because I just that's what I do, and it's Valentine's Day, so most of the hotels had like zero availability, so we ended up having to go to one hotel one night and one hotel the second night, and the first one was adorable. It was like a almost like an Airbnb because it's like a self-catering spot, but it's like this tiny little cabin set up in the mountain and like in the hills overlooking this huge nature reserve and wilderness is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So the first night was chill. And then the next night we went to this like insane hotel on the ocean like a luxury hotel, like our room, like the the room literally like the sliding doors opened up to the ocean. We yeah. had this like private terrace, and it was unreal. And so the picture I just sent you is the hotel. they were so good to us. They set us up like this private dinner on our balcony. like that picture, like I'm you know, you see him and I'm across from him, like the ocean's to our left, and it's absolutely stunning. We got to just like sit there during sunset and had the most romantic dinner, which was out of my comfort zone, but I really enjoyed it, and it was really sweet.
0: I like how there's a single red rose in the table.
1: <laughs> it looks like a bachelor
0: date. It does. <laughs> um, God, he's a good-looking man. Cute, huh? He's got good teeth too, which you're never really sure about with foreigners.
1: Well, yeah, I just I think that like the United States is really the only place that cares about teeth, right? Are we the only country that really like spends the, the amount of money we spend on our teeth?
0: God, do we have a freaking uh, what's the aligner, the liner company that? <laughs> Invisalign. where where is smile direct club spot where we need it
1: i know right no but it's true like no other country i don't think oh, I mean, I know. maybe australia
0: yeah i don't know but he's got good teeth i don't know okay so yeah. you're overlooking you're you're fighting your your primal urge to not be romantic yeah. Uh, w- whilst overlooking the ocean with this beautiful man on Valentine's day. Oh, no,
1: I know. No, know. it was insane. It was insane. Did
0: you guys do it right there on the, like outdoor, outdoors? Did you guys do outdoors? We thought
1: about it, but it was like, it, it wasn't quite that private. Yeah. To do that.
0: Got to wait for the nighttime.
1: Yeah. Well, even then I was nervous that somebody would see. So
0: we, we went inside. Okay. <laughs> but um, we
1: left the doors open all night Could hear the ocean. It was insane.
0: Nice. So you stop at this place. You have a romantic mm-hmm. uh, Valentine's Day dinner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You uh, you get down and dirty, and then mm-hmm. what happens?
1: Then the next wait. Day- hold on, hold on. Okay. Time out,
0: time out. This is the first time you guys you guys are intimate together, correct?
1: Well, the first night.
0: The first night that you because you weren't intimate the first time you were out there.
1: No, 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 not at all.
0: How was it? You can be honest. it's it was a safe space. It's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was good.
0: All right, because I just got to say, like, uh, you know, you you it's it's been a while. You've been hey, retired well, I for know, a bit. Okay. All right. Don't
1: throw it to my face.
0: I'm not. I'm just saying, you know, like sometimes it takes a little bit to kick the kick the rust off the wheels.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, like it definitely like don't get me wrong. Like it got better each day. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It was like great by the end of the week. Don't oh yeah,
0: you guys practiced. Yeah. But
1: it was never bad
0: in the beginning. Yeah, <clears throat> but it was just like get it. <laughs>
1: You are unreal.
0: I'm sorry. Okay. So then you leave that place, and where do you go? Because I know you went to Stellenbosch, right? Like that was the so end goal. Y- well,
1: yeah. So his his mom lives, it's a little town called Somerset West. And so it's right by Stellenbosch. It's mm-hmm. like a 10-minute drive, I think. So that's where we went and stayed the rest of the time. And Wait, so yeah, you we met went. To the mom? Yeah, I met the whole fam. Well, not the whole fam because his parents are divorced. But his yeah, I met his mom and his sister, and they're so sweet. And I'm obsessed with them. And I yeah, I stayed at their house. Like we stayed at their house the rest of the week.
0: Do they know who you are? Do they have any understanding of, of what a Cyrus is? Yeah. Oh, no, really? Totally. Is that was that weird for you?
1: No, because they are so cool, like chill. Like they. It's not that I keep like, I, the phrase that I always want to say is that they don't care and that he doesn't care, but that's not, it's not that they don't care. They just like, they're just cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, they're just not affected by it. And it's really, really refreshing.
0: How old is the sister?
1: She's a little younger than him. He's 30. Okay. i um, not sure exactly, but I think a couple years younger.
0: Got it. Okay. So you meet the fam. Mm-hmm. You guys get into a fight at all?
1: No, not once. Not a fight. And I am somebody that I really, like, need my space. (laughs) Um, And I get, like, I'm not good at being around people all the time. And I just, like, I don't know. I just need my space. And But there wasn't one time the whole week that I felt like that with him. Like, not at all. Like, I was cool and, like, never felt suffocated or anything like that. And that's very, like, not normal for me.
0: You catching feels, bro? Yeah. You catching all the feels? Okay, did the, I'm, we're going to jump into it? DTR, what happened? Oh, what DTR?
1: DTR, yeah. So the night, well, I guess it was that morning before I left. We just talked about like what this is and what we want to do, and so we're gonna we're gonna try to date. Wow. Um, I know, and we, I mean, we we both understand that it's gonna be hard, and it's we just kind of have to see like if we can do it or not, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, you owe. But it. we
1: want to. Do we want to make it work.
0: Yeah, you owe it to yourselves to do this.
1: Yeah, Man. and for me, it's like it's not like I'm like missing out on dating here. You know what I mean? Like, there's like I've been single for almost well, probably four years. I've been single, and it's like it's not like I am like, it's not like there's anybody here I'm interested in dating, and it's like it's not, like I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, there are very few guys that look like this in America. I'll say that <laughs> zero. Michelle Huseman. There's only a couple of Michelle Husemans (laughs) and one of them in Game of Thrones. So, Uh, you know,
1: he's Norwegian. He's not American.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so you DTR'd it. You met Mm. the fam. Mm -hmm. Did you drop a bomb? No, No. we did not do that. Okay. did you did you feel like it was coming, though?
1: Um, I felt like. I felt like we both kind of wanted to say it, but I think it's really smart that we're not.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What's step two here? Is he coming out here?
1: He is going to try to come here late summer. Okay. Like maybe early, late summer, early fall. But I'm going to try to go back over there before then because that's too long.
0: Man. I know. I want to go. Come. All right.
1: You and Sarah should come.
0: I know, but tell you one thing, sister. I ain't sitting coach for sixteen hours. Right? It's brutal. This is my new favorite thing that Brandy got some good old deep down in South. Sorry, that it's from the throwback to last episode.
1: I know. Wonderlust, I already know. I listened to it.
0: That's a funny scene. Um,
1: Great scene. Love Paul Rudd.
0: Yeah. God. So, um, is there anything else that we need to talk about, Michelle Hughesman? No, is that it? We're good. Yeah. Are you happy? I can't,
1: I, am. I can't really, I'm sad right now just because I just left and it was really yeah. sad. Right. Um, it's like hard to go. Like when we weren't apart, I think he went like to run an errand for like five minutes, one time. That was the only time we were apart the whole week. So it's like been a little sad, but, but, but yes, happy underneath the sadness.
0: Did anything, did anything silly happen? Did anyone fart in front of someone? Did you have to poop in front of someone? Did anyone get sick? No. No?
1: And like, I'm like, (sighs) like I, how do I say this without being really gross? Yeah. I usually number two, at least twice a day. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel very healthy and regular. And that's, and I usually like a lot of people when they're traveling have a hard time with number twos. I usually do not. It usually does not affect me. Wow. Really? Yes. Yeah. See? And, like, it normally doesn't affect me. But this trip, I went days without
0: going number two. Wow. I, and,
1: I, and I started to have, like, severe anxiety about it.
0: Of course.
1: Oh, I hated it.
0: Yeah. And then.
1: But, but like, the pro, the upside to that is I didn't have to worry about, like, oh, I have to number two, but I don't want to go in front of him. You yeah. know what I mean? Because <laughs> I didn't ever have to.
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, then you're kind of worried, though, because if you're doing some serious piping. You know, I know. <laughs>
1: I mean, I finally went. Don't get me wrong; it's yeah, like I didn't yeah. go the whole trip, but there were a few days there where I was like, "Why <laughs> this is this happening?"
0: Did I remember, like, in the beginning of Sarah and I dating, like when I would, when uh, when we'd be like traveling together or whatever, I would go to like the lobby hotel lobby bathroom. To,
1: oh, yeah, to for sure to
0: drop a grumper.
1: Why don't you just carry some poopery with you? Oh,
0: I have plenty of poopery. I even they even they oh. sent they sent us a bunch. There's now travel size poopery. Not even an I know, ad. I know. I took man. it with me. God, so. It great. like
1: fits in my purse. Yeah. So a little. Yeah.
0: Perfect, man.
1: So smart. Love uh, poopery. <coughs> one of my favorite things. Yeah,
0: I know. God, we need to ad. <laughs> we need to sell an ad to them. Um, Shout out, dude. So happy for you.
1: Thanks, Wellsie. Do
0: you guys have like a couple name yet?
1: No, we do not want a couple name.
0: Does he know about me?
1: Yes, I you, talked about you a lot. Actually,
0: you took. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. I don't know what else to say other than oh, I'm... and
1: like he he watches like one of his favorite shows is Big Bang Theory. Like they watch a lot of American TV. Yeah, and so I showed him a picture of you and Sarah. Yeah, and he was like she she was like he was like oh he was like he was like I think I know that girl from TV. And I was like yeah yeah she's on Modern Family. And he was like I love Modern Family. Yeah. So you can tell Sarah that he's a fan.
0: All right, this is good. <gasps> Sarah, Brandi's <laughs> boyfriend, boyfriend loves you. <laughs> Hey, Brandy's boyfriend's a fan of yours. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. I know. Here, do you want headphones? Oh, hi, Brandy. Hi. Oh, your voice just went out, I bro.
1: Know. I was singing sick. A lot last night.
0: No, we were we went to the Oscars last night, oh, so yeah, we've been yeah, singing and dancing. So um, apparently, they watch a lot of um, American TV over there in South Africa. Uh-huh. By the way, you were right on the Michelle Huseman thing. Totally nailed Mikhail. it.
1: I, I told you.
0: I know, dude.
1: Doesn't he look like him?
0: exactly yeah, I'm
1: not, like him. Not mad about it. Ben has got a super hot dude. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he was,
0: I guess he was saying that he's a big fan of Big Bang Theory, and then she was t- telling him about us, mm-hmm. and he was like, Oh my God, I love modern families. So oh. step off, Michelle Huseman.
1: Double D. Not Michelle.
0: Mikael. Mikael
1: Huseman. Where are we going on a Devil Day Brandy? You guys need to come to South Africa with me. Okay, let's go. Let's go back. And then he's going to try to come visit in August or September. Oh my
0: God. Is he going to come to LA or are you can take him to like Denver or something?
1: Well, I'm going to take him to Nashville for a week. And then the plan actually is to come out to LA. And then I'm trying to plan this huge road trip with my mom and dad because they've always wanted a road trip to the Grand Canyon and then on to Yellowstone and he is like dying to go to Yellowstone. So, we yeah. might do like a 10-day road trip with You're my parents. You're planning but... a road trip with your parents? Yeah. Like, I'll probably regret it later, dude, but she... 7 months from now this is so exciting.
0: Dude, and also <laughs> she went on a road trip with him and met his parents.
1: Oh. Oh. oh.
0: Yeah, it's getting. Oh. Okay, we don't
1: need to rehash. She can listen back.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can listen back.
1: Okay, fine. So, I mean, I'm excited. <gasps> <laughs> Who's in love? You're in love. I asked you that. What'd you say?
0: You should listen to the episode, dude. I've, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I love, love you. you.
1: I love you, Brandy. I'm so happy you, you got the jack j- j- <laughs> in.
0: Your voice sounds so weird, right? <laughs> she it doesn't sounds, sound like itself. she sounds like a like one of those like phone sex offer. Like, okay, like, Brandy. Sex phone offer. <laughs> okay, Brandy. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sound like that. Yes, you do. I don't. I'm not like. Uh, yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're planning a trip together. That's so sexy. Can <laughs> <laughs> oh. you talk
1: like this every day? <laughs> Y'all are wild. Right,
0: I love you, baby. Uh, all right, can you? That door. That's really funny, dude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. Shift gears.
1: Yeah, please. It's been 30 minutes of talking about me. We gotta, we gotta yeah. move on.
0: I got some things. Um, yeah. Well, I went to uh, the—I think we didn't go to the Oscars. I think this is is kind of an interesting experience that obviously, like, 99.9% of the population will never be able to experience. The Oscars is a very interesting situation, much like a lot of other award shows, where not everyone goes to the actual event, right? Right. There's all these, like, pre-parties and watch parties and other parties that people go to. Mm
1: -hmm. Because there's
0: only enough room in—there's only so much room for everyone to go to the Oscars, right? And I think if you like for the Oscars or the Emmys, I think you have to be nominated truly really to go or be like presenting, you know? Sure. So there's like a Elton John pre party and/or watch party and stuff. And then there's a, the one that we went to last night was the Vanity Fair after party.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the one everybody goes
0: to. Yeah. And dude, everyone was there. And it was just really funny because I, at least I am, I'm self-aware enough to know that I have no business being there, but knowing. Ooh. But knowing that gives you a little bit of freedom because it's like, fuck it. Who cares anyways? You know, like not just be here. Just going to have a good time. It takes the pressure off of you, you know?
1: Sure. Totally.
0: And then add, added to the the fact of all those people are like huge Bachelor fans. So then I'm a novelty to them, which is interesting mm-hmm. to me anyways. But like totally saw Lady Gaga last night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And my favorite moment of the night was I went to go to the bathroom. And this old man comes out of the stall and he had just mm. taken a huge shit <laughs> and he's holding an Oscar. And I was like, I I went, I went, bro, that was the coolest fucking thing in the world. And he goes, what? And I said, you just walked out of the shitter holding an Oscar. And he's like, I know. And I was like, that's pretty fucking awesome. Also, you don't know who it was? No, it was some old white guy. But I was like, oh. also, maybe wash that Oscar now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> good call.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That's great.
0: But anyways, um, I got to meet, uh, is it Dylan and Barbara? Dylan Sprouse? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and Barbara Palvin? Yeah. They're very nice.
1: Very cute together.
0: We hung out with, uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, which obviously is in, um, Modern Family, and his wonderful husband, uh, Justin Makita. They're hilarious. Cool. Um, who else did we, did we run into? Oh, we were with Vanessa Hudgens again last night and I love, I love Vanessa. She's so nice. She's always very nice to me, but can I just say that I think that her boyfriend, Austin Butler is the coolest motherfucker in the entire world. Yeah. New favorite thing. This dude. All right. He's obviously like, he's a a big star. I I think he's doing a Tarantino film right now. He's obviously like a tall drink of water, great looking guy. And he's Mm -hmm. just so nice. Like that's amazing. And like, no, there's always like a little bit of like pretentiousness that comes with, I feel like actors and famous people. And that this dude was just like, wait, so tell me about like a, like a day in the life of you. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I do radio shows. He's like, Oh, it's fascinating. What is like? What do you choose? So I started like explaining my daily routine to him and, he was just like so interested and so nice. And like Dylan Sprouse and Barbara were coming up to him. All these famous people were coming up to him. He's like, hey, nice. Good to see you guys. I'm li- learning about radio right now. And was like, <laughs> I was like, what? So anyways, he's uh, I'm a big fan of his. That's
1: I like, awesome. I like
0: that dude a lot. Anyways, I'm trying to think of anything. Oh,
1: the- so you just did Family Feud with oh, yeah. my friend Josephine.
0: Yeah. So um, I've met her too. No, 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 no. I met Jasmine, another.
1: Yeah, I know Jasmine.
0: So yeah, I did Family Feud again. This is this is round two for Celebrity Family Feud for Wells Richard was Adams. It fun? Yes. I can't I can't divulge too much.
1: I know, I know. I just thought it was funny that Joe was there.
0: I, I will say a couple things. A record gets beaten that has never been Ooh. beaten on Celebrity Family Feud in our Very episode. Cool. Very cool. Something crazy happens. Yeah, it was, what was really funny is that, like, also, supermodels are all 7,000 feet tall.
1: Oh, yeah, so tall.
0: It was, it was really funny, because I I feel like, I get it, if you're, if you're that beautiful, and, like, you're known for being that beautiful, you're standoffish to every man in the history of men, you know? Because Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that you just assume that everyone's trying to fuck you. Or like be creepy to you, and I totally get that. And so it was the Bachelor guys. So it was me, Will's, Eric, Jason, and Blake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I could tell that they were being they were being standoffish to them, except for me because they all knew that I had a girlfriend, so I was zero threat <laughs> to them. <laughs>
1: that's funny.
0: Which I liked a lot because they yeah. were, then they were just like making fun of me and shit. But yeah, Celebrity Family Feud. I don't know when that's coming out, but it was still fun. Very cool. I went out to um, New York last week to audition for something. You did? Yeah. And I have a newfound respect. So a lot of people, I'm, I get this a lot, and I, I assume you do too. They When they ask what I want to do, they say, do you want to be an actor? And I'm always like, absolutely not. I have, n- mm. I do not want to be an actor at all. One, because I, that's not what I am. Um, right. But for this audition, I had to learn lines for something but it wasn't an acting role it was kind of like a hosting role right okay but I had to learn the lines and I can't tell you it was maybe two pages of dialogue like not very much at all the hardest Uh thing in the world for me to do I could not do it because it won't they're not my words and it's I just don't know how people I get that so I when I got back I was I went to Sarah and I was like I'm just in awe that She'll sit in her makeup trailer while they're like uh-huh. doing her eyebrows and she'll learn an entire... I have no idea how people do that. Yeah. It's amazing to me.
1: Mm-hmm. I know. It is crazy.
0: So, so circling back to Family Feud, Steve Harvey, in between commercial breaks, Steve Harvey will do like stand-up bits, right? hmm And there's one where he was just taking questions and someone asked him... Like, how do I get into the entertainment industry or whatever? How do I do what, what you do? And his answer was really interesting. He said, you should not do what you're passionate about. You mm. should do what you're good at. Mm. He was like, I'm passionate about golf. I will never be a professional golfer. <laughs> it will never happen for me. I'm just good at, you know, like talking in front of a crowd. So this is what I I need to, needed to do. If you're good at cooking, you need to be a chef, you know, if yeah. you're passionate about cooking, but you're a shitty cook, you shouldn't be a chef, you know? And it was really mm-hmm. interesting. There was a lot of, there are a lot of eyes in there that were not liking this because it's totally, really? yeah, it's, you don't want to hear, you, you get told, do what you're passionate about. And he was like, no, you need to do what you're good at because that's how you'll make your money. And I, so circling back around to the learning lines thing. I'm not not even that I'm passionate about learning lines I would never want to be an actor, but I'm just not good at it, you know, so I should yeah. never do that. I thought it was a good piece of sense. advice. I think
1: that's good advice.
0: It is. Right.
1: Yeah, because people, you know, I feel like our generation is all like, do what you're passionate about, yeah. like, you know, never work a day in your life. If you do what you love. And that's not bad. I mean, that's true. But there is a certain point where. A lot of times when you start doing what you love as a job, it becomes a job and you stop loving it so much.
0: Totally. You know? Yeah. You got any favorite things?
1: I'm trying. Gosh, it's taking me the long time to look up this freaking movie. Um, I watched a movie on the plane that I really loved. It was called The Darkest Minds. hmm Do you know about it? No. Oh. Um, it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, um, like, young adult type movie. You know what I mean? Like. You know, like, you know, all those YA novels, like Divergent and Hunger Games and all that. Yeah, yeah, Twilight. It kind of reminds me of, like, one of those, but it's really, really good. It is, I'm trying to find the synopsis because I'm really bad at explaining.
0: I'm on the deep end, watch as I dive in.
1: this was a book first. Go figure.
0: There's a second one coming out.
1: Cool. Uh, Okay, want to hear the synopsis? Yes. When teens mysteriously develop powerful new abilities, they are declared a threat by the government and detained. One of the most powerful young people, Ruby, escapes from her camp and joins a group of runaways who are seeking a safe haven. Betrayed by the adults in power, this newfound family soon realizes that running is not enough. They must use their collective powers to wage a resistance and take back their future.
0: Nice. What is it called?
1: It's called The Darkest Minds. Ooh. So it's cool. It's like, a, it's like a bit futuristic, you know, and like these kids have powers It you know, kind of reminds me of Divergent where yeah. Shailene Woodley's character was special or whatever. Um, but anyway, these kids all have powers and there's five different kinds of them and they label them with colors like orange, blue, yellow, whatever. And so orange is like the rarest, like most powerful type and that's what ruby is and so she's a threat to everybody you know it's like all the adults want to like lock her up because they're scared of her or whatever Mm -hmm. um but there's like a little bit of a love story in it and it's i loved it it was really really good
0: all right i'm into it yeah
1: yeah big fan
0: obviously the oscars were last night i finally saw stars born
1: i haven't seen it yet what i know
0: I really liked it. I'm annoyed that I t- it took me so long to watch it. Um, yeah, I it. And I tell you, I'll tell you why I really liked it. It was because Bradley Cooper's character reminds me so much of like so many of my friends in Nashville. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's like this, you know, this songwriter, kind of a drunk. But like, I, so I tell you, all my friends in Nashville that were, were musicians, And like your dad's like this too. They, everything they say is, is a lyric, you know, it's uh, everything is lyrical. And I thought Mm -hmm. Bradley Cooper did a really good job of that. Even when he's drunk, the things that he's saying are like, man, it could be a song, a song lyric right there. You know,
1: Hmm.
0: you haven't seen it yet, but, um, there's this scene where he's playing this gigantic concert and he brings her out like without any warning. Right. Mm -hmm. and uh, to me i'm like what you would never do that you haven't sound checked this you know like you don't know what her levels are in the monitor you know like yeah
1: yeah yeah not realistic
0: yeah and also you you sang like three lines of the song the night before drunkenly in a parking lot and now you've written Mm -hmm. this entire song and she knows the lyrics too (laughs) like no (laughs) come on bradley cooper Also, real random, like, Dave Chappelle and Pootie Tang are in the movie, which I was like, wait, what's what? happening? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, so random. But anyways, it was, it's good, man. And yeah. Bradley Cooper is, is Bra- the fact that Bradley Cooper didn't win an Oscar for something last night is yeah. kind of crazy. I'm sure a lot of people are upset about it. I mean, listen, Rami Malek was, Rami Malek, whatever, was great in Bohemian mm-hmm. Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. But he's not singing in that movie. That's yeah. Freddie Mercury's voice on those songs, you know? Yeah, totally. Dude had to go outside of his comfort zone uh, in that film. And here's the thing. this like, Lady Gaga's great in it, but Lady Gaga is playing a musician who yeah. is never going to make it and has to mm-hmm. change her name and get some help to finally do it. Mm-hmm. which is her fucking story. Like that's exactly what happened to her. You know, she had a totally. bunch of people tell her that she wasn't pretty enough. So she came up with this uh-huh. idea to create Lady Gaga to have this yep. stage name. Like it's her story. It's not, th- I mean, it's still hard and she does an amazing job, but it's not that hard to play yourself. You know, sure. Bradley Cooper is not a singer and he's not a very good one <laughs> to be honest with mm-hmm. you, but he pulls it off. And, and, and not to mention he directed the whole thing. Like,
1: I know that's insane.
0: Anyways, fantastic movie. Really, yeah, really liked it. All right. Also, Brad's jackets in that movie. Like, I just don't, I don't know. Like, he has the best collection of jackets. Really? Oh, my God. It's it's, it's, it's like all Wells Adams' greatest hits, jackets. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: hit up his stylist. Hit up the costume department. I know, right? Yeah. I've Do- got some favorite music.
0: Okay, hold on. Let's end the show with that.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: Dude, I had a funny experience last night or two nights ago.
1: What was two nights ago?
0: Uh, We made turkey burgers and I did the thing where I put the brie inside the burger, you know? Ooh.
1: You know what I'm talking about? So then when
0: you cut it open, it like oozes out. Hmm. But here's something I didn't know about. Oh. (laughs) Brie kind of gives me the toots.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: And so, like the entire night I was <laughs> who all was over? It was just Sarah and I. Oh, okay. And the dogs. And the entire night, I just couldn't stop farting. And I do not like to fart. I, you know, I'm the king of the fart walk, you know? Like that's I'm a uh-huh. gentleman. And here's the thing, I always fall asleep before she does. We're watching some movie, and I and I fall asleep, and all of a sudden, I hear Sarah goes Sarah go, Carl! Oh my no. god. And I woke up and I was like, what? And she goes, Carl just farted right in Boo's face. How rude. (laughs) And it was totally me. And I.
1: No. And
0: I let Carl take the rap for it.
1: No, you didn't. Yeah. And I felt. That is awful.
0: Horrible. And so the next day she was like getting her eyelashes done. And I texted her and I said. By the way. I got to be honest with you. I got to tell you something. And she (laughs) said, what? And I said, this has been weighing heavy on my shoulders. I got to get us off my chest. And she was like, what? And I was like, I farted last night. It wasn't Carl. And she was <laughs> like, so oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Dude, yeah. I watched this flat earth documentary. No. Oh my God. And it's on Netflix. So it's shot in a way where I think the flat earthers are thinking they're making a movie that's like pro flat earth. But they're really not because they're also like having like astrophysicists on the show, you know, and like or on the movie, and you know Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, you know, they're just like okay, whatever. (laughs) So it's all about these flat earthers and basically how they're crazy, Uh, and it is phenomenal because okay,
1: so
0: yeah, so it's on Netflix. Go check it out. Just type in flat earth, it'll come up. Oh, it's called like uh, I think the movie's called Behind the Curve or something like that. And so what's amazing about it is that these people are such immense conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. that they're even conspiracy theorists about themselves, like there's like one top top dog in the Flat Earth world who's like saying that the other top dogs are like agents of Warner Brothers and Disney and NASA then <laughs> everything <laughs> is a conspiracy. It's so freaking funny and crazy. Okay, get in on it.
1: All right, I'm yeah. gonna add that to your your list because I like that.
0: Yeah, my last thing is I watched Braveheart on the way back from New York the other day.
1: You please tell me you've seen it before yesterday. Of
0: course I've seen it. Okay, just making sure. I stay and you may die. Go and you'll live for a <laughs> while. But lying in your beds many years from now. Um, anyways, wow! I can do the whole thing if you want me to. Do. I love you. Always baby. have. You know, I'm glad that like William Wallace and Robert the Bruce fought for Scotland's uh, freedom or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like a lot of horses had to die for those motherfuckers. You know? Oh, I
1: saw your tweet about that. I know. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, I want them to make another movie like from the perspective of the horses because I think the horses think that. William Wallace is much worse than Longshanks, you know,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) like there needs to be a rebellion from the horses to go kill William Wallace because they're like, listen, guys, he's just murdering us left and right. His whole entire plan is to make spears to fucking murder all of us. This is we need to band together as horses. All right. (laughs) Why don't
1: you uh, why don't you produce this movie, Wells?
0: I think it needs to be done, man. Let I me mean, get up, whor- Tish.
1: She'll, whor- she'll help produce it with you.
0: Yeah, like like S- Scottish people think William Wallace is the greatest thing in the world, and horses think William Wallace is like the devil incarnate. Is my thought on that? Okay. Do you want to do some music?
1: Sure. Uh, do you have any?
0: Dude, you know I saw. Let me get my. Let me get my thing up. My thing up. Do you know who Griffin House is? Yes. Nashville songwriter known him for a long time I actually played a, in a celebrity golf tournament with him one time phenomenal oh. golfer I was listening to a commercial the other day and I was like God I love this who is him? this yeah it was him hold on let me try to find it so this is Griffin House I don't even know if this is new or not but it's a, a song called Give a Little Love and it's on a commercial right now and I really like it <laughs> back around It's just like a very happy song, you know? Yeah. I just love when I hear my friends on commercials because I'm like, okay, at least they're getting a payday.
1: Yeah, at least I'm making a little money.
0: You know? Because musicians are just getting completely fucked these days. I know. Anyways, Griffin House. I a love.
1: I can't find that song on Spotify. Really? Yeah, is it called "Give a Little Up? Yeah, hmm. I can send it to you. Okay. What do you got? New Music Friday was very lit this week.
0: Oh yeah, this past week,
1: yes. Um, I had a hard time deciding which song to like really pick first. So I am not typically a Judah and the Lion fan.
0: Oh, that song came out on my on my uh, release radar as well.
1: Yeah, I, I never liked Judah and the Lion. Like no offense, but but I love this song with Casey. It's called Pictures. Have you have you listened to it?
0: Uh yeah, it came it came up on, on mine the other day. By the way, another Nashville band. Yeah. Uh which is which is fantastic. Oh, Casey Musgraves is on this. That's
1: what I just said. Yeah, and
0: I didn't know that about the song when oh, I was listening I to. it. I didn't know that. Yeah. I love this song. This is a great song. The same
1: and if I'm being honest, I don't really want
0: you this way. You know what's so funny? I I booked these guys at Soulshine Pizza. No way. Like I don't even know, seven years ago. And they packed the place out. I hate that I'm taking our pictures on the Yeah, it's a good song. Oh, yeah, and she does the girl part of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's so good. It's like... Casey Casey
1: love her this this makes me want to go back and listen to some older Jude in the Lion stuff and give it another shot actually. do you want me
0: to play you a Jude in the line song that was freaking phenomenal I, It was the song yes. that we that we played way back in the day uh Please. wait hold on where is it
1: what else you got? um James Bay has a new song with Julia Michaels called peer pressure you know I love me some James Bay and some Julia Michaels so this is like an epic Duo,
0: there's a part of me that wishes James Bay spelled his name B A E because (laughs) everyone loves him. That's true. What's the song called? It's so
1: good, though. It's called Peer Pressure. When we met in the sun, now I'm dead every time you touch me. You're dancing around on my mind every second. I'm under control control until you're in front of me
0: you scared i don't care i'm in it when you say, put your hands on my body just like you think you know me on your hobby and don't leave me high and lonely i don't usually give in to peer pressure but i'll give in to yours so I love James Bay, but he's doing a thing that I think a lot of male singers are doing these days where it sounds what? like they're singing with marbles in their mouth. What? It's like... <laughs> I don't know. No. Disagree. I'll give it to, you. give it to
1: you. I love James Bay. I love so him too.
0: Much. Does he have a girlfriend?
1: I don't know. My friend Val's obsessed with him.
0: I feel like that guy slays. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that guy yeah. does some serious deep. <laughs> wow. You got anything else?
1: <laughs> um, worth mentioning, but maybe not playing. Oh. Um, the new John Mayer, so good.
0: Oh yeah, I saw that. Did you see? Feel
1: free to play it if you want. But I would talk about John Mayer a lot. Yeah. Um,
0: he doesn't need more help from us.
1: That's what I was thinking. Uh, love the John Mayer song. Also, Kalani put out an, e, uh, and I think it's an EP, might be a full record, but um, she's put out a couple of songs lately, and I've liked them, not loved them. I love the new one. It's called Feels. Um, so yeah, that's another one that I liked. But you, anything? I
0: don't know. I think that's kind of it for me. I did. Um, I love. I love how our song choices are just so, <laughs> so different. Just so us. Um, I
1: know, but I- that's good though because. I don't think they're not so different that they don't like our little playlist works, you know?
0: Yeah. Like I, I, I think I've played Joe Purdy before on the podcast, but I do love him. And I, we 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 talked about it earlier where that, that show splitting up together has like the best soundtrack uh, ever. And this song was playing, I think on one of the episodes and I shazammed it. And I was like, they're playing Joe, Like no one knows who Joe Purdy is. And -hmm. it just made me very happy. Uh, this song is called uh, Mary May and Bobby. It was graduation day. And they were
1: waiting on a plane to take Mary away. Said there's nothing left for me here to chew. Bobby, I hope that you can find
0: yourself too.
1: And so much that I wish to know.
0: So you know, typical Wells song uh, makes you want to kill yourself. Uh, you are going crying oh afterwards. Uh, you know,
1: it's one of them. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the songs we put on here are very sad.
0: Happy songs don't do anything. Do you remember the band Group Love? Oh yeah, Group Love's like big record. I remember when they were working it to us. the 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 record name is "Never Trust a Happy Song," and I yeah. feel that very, very much because I don't need mu- you know. I don't know.
1: Well, I just think sad music makes you really feel. Yes. Like sadness to me, like ugh, this is gonna sound bad, but like sadness to me is a much deeper feeling than happiness. Yeah. Say what you will about it, but it's just true for the most part. And so I feel like sad music just really like cuts you deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a good, it, in a good way.
0: Totally. It makes you feel all the feeling. Like I don't need music to make me happy. Tacos and like alcohol <laughs> does that to me. You know. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, all right. Uh, is, is that everything? I think so. I can't believe it. Brandy has got uh, a boyfriend. I
1: can't wait until this wears off. And like, it's not a big deal to you anymore.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, like we the past three episodes have been very much f- focused around it, but it's been a thing, you know? A
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You were going to Africa, then you went to Africa, and now you're back from Africa. <laughs> all for a guy.
1: I know. I'm an idiot, but I can't help it.
0: Real quick, closing out. Kardashian (laughs) bachelorette stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, Saddam. Let me tell you why this is Saddam. The Kardashians work for NBC. ABC puts out The Bachelor. Everyone's under contract. You can't put those people on that show. It just logistically would never work. Also, I've seen the contracts that they put in front of The Bachelor and The Bachelorettes. They are nowhere near the money that Chloe needs to be the Bachelorette. Of
1: course. Of course.
0: But Mike Fleiss, the creator, loves to, like, tweet stuff like that and, like, get people talking. So, like, what he did totally worked for what he likes to do is get people talking. But, like, never going to happen. Also, I saw that the Kardashians kind of threw shade at Bachelor Nation, you know? They did, yeah. And... I saw like Tanner tweeted it out being like the only show that has a worse success rate in relationships on TV other than the bachelor is keeping up with the Kardashians. So everyone pumped the brakes, which I thought was a great joke. Totally. Anyways, you know, they'd love to be on that show, (laughs) you know, (laughs) watch now they'll do like a, they'll have like a, like a like a cross-pollination episode, you know, or like a date is like going and hanging out with Chris or something like that.
1: Oh my gosh, I would love that actually. I could see that.
0: All right, I think we did it. Yeah. You know? I'm glad you're back uh on US soil. Glad you're oh, home. Thanks. Thank you. I'm sorry that you're walking bow-legged around these days, but hey. Okay. Uh, you know.
1: Listen, I'm fine. Okay. I ride horses for a living. It's oh, all yeah? good. All good over here.
0: Man. He rode that horse all week long in Africa. Yep. Michelle <laughs> Huseman.
1: Oh, gosh. Get it. I can't wait to tell him that you call him that because he loves Game of Thrones. Really? He'll definitely, yeah, he'll know who you're talking about.
0: Maybe just don't tell him that my girlfriend thinks he's hot. All right? Let's just not <laughs> maybe do that. Okay? Thanks. <laughs>
1: all
0: right, dude. I'm glad you're back. Miss you. When you come hey. to L.A. anytime soon?
1: Honestly, I don't know because, oh, because I don't know if you've seen, I'm going on this little tour with Caitlin. You seen any of this?
0: Yeah, what is that about?
1: Yeah, so, um, it's a Live podcast tour, mm-hmm. and we're kind of, like, making them, like, actual events, and so I'm going to DJ a little bit at oh, these cool. events. Might also, like, kind of be a co-host, like, almost like a sidekick. Like, you know, like, on, uh, like, talk shows, how you've got, like, your Jimmy Fallon, and then what's, what's his little, um, I'm thinking of Jimmy Kimmel, what's his little sidekick's name? Guillermo? Yes, like, I'm the Guillermo. Yeah. To, to, to Caitlin Bristow for these uh, podcast tours, but I also am going to DJ a little bit, so. Wow. It's going to be really fun, I think. We're doing five cities as of now. We might add a sixth because the other ones sold out in a day, which is insane. Wow. So between my other gigs and that two week run, I am, my March is just packed. So it's probably going to be April before I come out to LA, to be honest with you.
0: Will you make me a promise? Sure. Every time you go on her podcast, let her, let YFT. Everyone know that YFT is a thing and they should listen no, I will, to that too. I will.
1: Cleo and I already talked about it actually. Okay. Um, we were actually talking about having you come out for one of them. So that might still be in the
0: works let if you're
1: interested know. in doing that.
0: Let me know. I'll be uh, there.
1: But this is good because these things sold out so fast. Like, I feel like a maybe a um a 2020 goal for us would be a YFT live podcast tour.
0: All right. I'm you down. Know? I'm down. I'm yeah. down.
1: We got to we got to get our we got to get our peeps our YFTs spread the word help us get a few more listeners and really blow this thing out of the water so we can get make sure we can sell all of our tickets and I think we could make it happen.
0: Did we decide what we're calling our listeners? No, I I saw a bunch of ones. I I like I mean I like tears but I like someone was saying that we should call them our favorites.
1: Yeah, I, yeah that was a a lot of people said that.
0: Yeah, that one makes sense.
1: Yeah, we could call them the faves.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: know. We can keep thinking
0: about it. We can circle back around to this. Totally. I got to go Um, pack. I'm going to New York.
1: Cool. Love yeah. ya. Love ya. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat.